It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Another day, another hockey game. Tonight we've got the Sharks and the Philadelphia Flyers at SAP Center at San Jose. Drew, I want to talk about the value of persistence and repetition in the game of hockey. The coaches persistently and repetitively produce the message. The players have to persistently and repetitively try to execute that message. Some nights it worked, some nights it didn't. And we've seen both recently, the Minnesota game, the positive, and the last game against Vancouver, the negative. Uh, I got to work with the late great Vasily Tikhanov, and he had a coaching mantra, which was repetition, repetition, repetition. I'd say, Vasily, we're going to do that drill again? And he'd go, Drew, what do I say? Repetition, repetition, repetition. That's what, that's what it is. What did they say? That if you want to be great at something, you've got to do it 10,000 times or something like that? Uh, Bruce, Lee, Bruce Lee, who I idolized growing up, had a saying... I do not fear the man that's practiced 10,000 kicks one time. I fear the man that's practiced one kick 10,000 times. So, yeah, repetition is a key. And you've got to find a way as a coach to repeat working on the skills, repeat the message that you have to send to the guys, repeat your process without having the players drown you out without having the players just go, oh, here he goes again. You have to come up with unique and creative ways to show the guys how they're doing it right and when they're doing it wrong to point that out. Some of those hard conversations that we always talk about have to be helped. Um, good coaches can do that. Good coaches will find a way to say, and this is what David Quinn does with this, they show guys when they're doing it right, they show them video. But after Vancouver, there wasn't much to show as far as doing it right. So you have to have, that's when you have to have that hard conversation, right? you got to have that conversation that says, hey, this is not the way we play. This is unacceptable. This isn't the way we play. That's unacceptable. There is a standard you have to hold the guys to, and that's the other art of coaching that David Quinn, I think, has in his pocket. I think one of the other things, too, is that you have to be able to delegate things to your assistant coaches, and I really think that David Quinn is one of the better guys at that. He's got the benefit of the fact that Scott Gordon has experience as a head coach in the NHL, but he's also got Ryan Warsawski, who's so used to working with young kids. And uh, realistically, he, uh, you know, he also has a lot of trust in Brian Wiseman and letting them produce the message, letting them be the counselor, letting them be maybe the guy that kicks a, a player in the pants if he needs it too. That's the word. You, you hit it on the head, Danny, with trust. Trust is a huge factor when it comes to any team. David Quinn talked about it yesterday. Um, he thought in the Vancouver game, nobody trusted each other. You gotta go do your job and trust that your teammate's gonna do his. So the trust, he's, has to, he has to practice the same as he preaches with his assistants. And he does trust them, you can tell he trusts them. 
That's why he picked them. That's why, that's why they are who they are. I mean, what I like is, and this is Dean Lombardi. Dean Lombardi used to hire people that could take his job. And, and I asked him once why. I said, why do you do that? And he went, well, because they're obviously the smartest and the brightest. I trust them to do their job, and I want them to be challenging me all the time. So you got guys who are challenging, not behind the scenes. You challenge them as far as, like, if we're sitting in a meeting and you and I don't agree with how the forecheck's going, we talk about it, we hash it out, and, and if I'm your assistant, I, I have to be trusting that you want to hear the truth from me, and you have to be trusting that I'm going to tell you that, and then you're going to go, okay, but we're going to do it this way, and then you go present the United front to your players. But there's another aspect to that, too, that I think Dean was leaning at. It's not just that, you know, you have a guy who's going to argue with you no, and you're no, going no. to go toe-to-toe. -to -to. You're going to have a guy that all of a sudden comes up with an idea that you just never thought of. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I didn't figure that arguing part out until much later <laughs> in my career. But you're absolutely right. It's, it's guys who have smarter minds and they look at the game differently than you do sometimes, but they, they agree with the way that the game has to be played. Well, right now we've got the Sharks playing the Philadelphia Flyers, a team that they beat 3-0 already on the road a couple of months ago. Totally different situation right now. Carter Hart's been hurt for Philly. Uh, we, we see Kevin Hayes getting scratched. Uh, you know, we see a whole bunch of other things going on with that club. The Flyers are in a similar position as the Sharks. They're out of the playoff race at the moment. They're trying to get back at least into the conversation as the Sharks are. Meanwhile, tonight, a big night for Kapo Kakinen. Yeah, I well, you know what, Danny, with with all the goalies, it's a big night every time they go in. True. They they need to give a performance and give the saves. I thought James Reimer, for the most part last game, gave the Sharks what he could. But there were a couple of goals that weren't very good. And this team has a small margin of error. They're ten, what are they, 10th in the league, 5-on-5 five five scoring, but they're 32nd in the league, 5-on-5 five five goal scoring against. So that has, to, that has to be changed. They worked on defensive zone coverage yesterday quite a bit, the Sharks. But also their defensive zone coverage also comes down to the, to the goalie as well. So you got to make some saves. The other aspect is for the Philadelphia Flyers, um, John Tortorella is trying to build a culture. When he got the job, he came in and said, culture's crappy in this, he said something else, I mean, crappy, in, in this organization, in this room, we got to change that. And he's doing that. And that hurts some feelings, and that takes a lot of work, and is going to uh, press a lot of buttons and people the wrong way. I'll tell you what, though, he's, he's got the team starting to go in the right direction in that, in that way. The one guy on the Flyers, before we get back to the Sharks, that I really kind of like is Travis Konechny. I love the way this guy approaches the game. Over the course of the last couple of weeks since December the 1st, when he came back from his injury, he's been on a, a bit of a tear, a little bit more than a point a game. He's scoring big goals. I think he's somebody to listen for tonight. And, of course, uh, also, there's another guy that is maybe the most mercurial on the roster, Tony D'Angelo. He's a guy that's bounced around a little bit because of things that are related to off the ice, just the way that he approached his attitude toward being a professional as a teammate. Yet I think that in his case... His one year with Rod Brindamore and the Carolina Hurricanes has really helped him because it looks like he's actually fitting into what John Tortorella wants. Yeah, you know, when we were there um, in Philadelphia earlier this season, John made a point uh, when they talked in the press of sticking up for him because the press was kind of on him after a particularly eh kind of game that he, he played. John really stuck up for him. And John said, basically, 
hey, all you guys wanted him here. He said, so he has a bad game, so what? You know what, don't bring up his past. His past has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And yeah, he did have some uh, rocky times in New York. It, apparently an altercation with a teammate. Apparently he was a goalie. Apparently it was the goalie. You know, it was so, it was just Durkin. And um, there were some other incidents and he got, he got torpedoed right away out of there. I think you're right though. And Rod Brindamore does have that effect and John Tortorella can have that same effect. John demands respect just when he walks in the room by what he's done in coaching. So let's circle back to the San Jose Sharks and let's talk about one guy that everybody's talking about. No, it's not Eric Carlson actually. He's a, he, you know, he has an assist in 10 straight games too. That's a, that's a club record. That beat Joe Thornton's record for most consecutive games with an assist. So nobody's done that in Sharks history. He's two games away from the all-time record of a point streak, which is 12 straight games. 12 straight games for a Sharks player to get points. Rob Goodrow did it, and uh, also. So that that's something that, um, that that he's on the verge of. But I don't want to talk about him right now. I want to talk about somebody else. I want to talk about Timo Meyer Because remember how we started this show? Yeah. Persistence and repetition. I think that he's a poster child for that because he had 45 shots on goal before that puck went in the first time, and now he's got 20 goals. He's on his way to a monster season, and of course it's his contract year, but Timo Meyer's been great. He's been outstanding. He has been outstanding. And you're right, persistence the key. Keep shooting. He knew it was going to go in. Goal scorers, you and I have seen it for years. Goal scorers, once they get the groove, once they, the puck goes in for them, they're rolling. They are on. Timo's a confident young man because, as you said, he keeps doing the same things he does that he knows will work. And he's really limited the bad habits, too, of turning the puck over. He's been great. Should be a great one tonight. The Sharks and the Philadelphia Flyers. And we're on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time with all of the exciting action. Until then, that's it for our morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.